Hello, I'm Angela. And I'm Marie, the second half of this mother and daughter team. Welcome to Chalker Checkups. We're here to guide you on your quest for spiritual knowledge and enlightenment. Hello, we're back. New week, new topic. The heart chakra. What's love got to do with it? <laughs> what does love have to do with it? <laughs> so what about the heart chakra today, mom? What does the heart chakra do? What are we talking about? Well, your heart chakra is the area from about your collarbone to roughly your navel, a little bit, little bit above your navel, about the bottom of your rib cage. And it has to do with emotion, feelings, and where you generate love and generate healing. This is where a lot of healing comes from. Love is healing. So if you change your heart and change your mind, you can change your life or even save your life. Yeah, I think um, in our second episode when we kind of did a, a quick run through of all the chakras talking about the heart chakra in the sense of changing your heart changing your mind and these miraculous healings was something that like really got me excited and feeling like anything is possible like no illness would be too severe to heal and all you need to do is kind of decide to make yourself well which I just think is such an amazing concept to take control of your life. Well, I have seen many, many, many people that had very severe illnesses do a complete turnaround. And the one thing that with no exception that they all said to me was I had a change of heart. Now I knew I was dying or I knew I was very, very ill. And I woke up and I decided I was going to have a change of heart and I was not going to die. I was going to do, and then you can fill in the blanks because what they decided after that almost doesn't matter. Some of them decided to do health food. Some of them decided to do chemotherapy some of them decided to do meditation it didn't matter they had a change of heart and then they healed can you give kind of a specific example of someone that went through a miraculous cure and what they did okay one that was a lady that used to come to my farm and bought groceries and she had uh, stage five pancreatic cancer and the doctors told her that she was going to die. She was pretty feisty. She was uh, in her late 70s and she was pretty feisty. And she said, well, they're wrong. And, <laughs> and I know I can heal myself. And I know it was all about eating the right foods and doing bowel cleansing and, and only drinking pure water. And I'm going to heal and I'm, it's going to work. And she cured her cancer. And I can't argue with the fact that her result was great. And I don't know too many people that have ever cured 
pancreatic cancer, much less late stage pancreatic cancer. But I saw her years later and she was still hanging out. She was doing well. My friend Donna, I talked about in an earlier podcast, she had 27 cancerous tumors. They opened her up and they said, they took out one and just said, we closed you up. It's too invasive to even try to remove them. Just write your will. You know, they told her that she would not live more than two weeks. I told Donna, no, I do not accept that. I love you too much for you to die. I am not willing for you to die. We're going to work this out. And it's interesting. She came up with these little um, soldiers with the light of Archangel Michael on their, on their, you know, little blue swords that shined with the light of Archangel Michael that they would come up and they would do battle with every, every cancer cell and they would always win. And they came from, from her heart. She said, they, she said, they march up to this, to the, the cancer cells. They have these shining blue swords, they fight and they win. And she just started imagining this every day for 25, 30 minutes in within about seven days, the doctor said suddenly her blood work was changing and she was in remission. And within a month she was up running around and eight years later, her and I were making dinners together. It's amazing. And that's all, that's all she was doing. So it's just a little bit of visualizing a meditation army. Yes, she just determined yeah. she wanted to live and she was going to live. And Archangel Michael had these little cancer-killing soldiers running through her bloodstream and it was working. And she was determined that's what was going to happen. Like you said, it doesn't matter what the plan is. But what do all these people have in common with changing their mind to get better? What kind right. of energy does it take? In a way, it takes some self-love and some self-determination. In a way, I think that they decide that they're really valuable enough to do what it takes. And I think a lot of times people do know what they need or what they want in their heart. I mean, sometimes people um, don't feel they deserve what they want. Uh -huh. But when they finally decide, I'm worth it and I'm going to do something that I need, to heal they start to heal right away there was one lady that i i think i've talked about who had ms and she was down to 97 pounds and she was in the hospital and she said you know what i'm changing i'm changing my mind i'm changing my mind and i'm not gonna die and told her husband to take her home and she set this program up where she went to bed at 8 30 she ate special food she only worked so many hours she got more rest, you know, and her MS was cured. And I saw her um, when you were. Yeah, I just love hearing stories like that. There are a lot of them. And almost to a one, you know, the doctors are not too receptive to <laughs> the facts of that. I read one woman said, it's eight years since I cured my uh, stomach cancer. And the doctor says I'm in denial. 
<laughs> right. It just doesn't make sense with anything that they know, like scientifically about how tumors and cancers and stuff works. Right. It's like, why is it disappearing? Well, we have no answer. So you must be in denial. That's not what's happening. Or you were misdiagnosed <laughs> or something of that nature. But the truth is what happened fundamentally, energetically, is an act of self-love. They changed their mind. They changed their heart. And over the years when I've done readings, there have been people who have said one of two things. I'm going to have a change of heart and I'm going to get well. And those people got well. Or the people that said, I'd rather die than change my mind. Yeah. And those people die. Yeah. So it's, it's what about the in between the people that, you know, might say like, oh, I'm going to change, I'm going to change and then kind of maybe fall back into their normal patterns or like don't put their whole heart into it. Well, that's as variable as that story could be. Uh huh. You know, sometimes it works, sometimes it works for a while, sometimes it doesn't work because. You have to really know what is in their heart and mind and know what that backstory is to know what's going on. Uh-huh. But when you, what you, when you really sit down and talk to them, and matter of fact, I was talking to someone today about that and, and recalling a woman who had these dark, dark lines in her, in her liver. And I said, these look to me like they would cause cancer. And I spent many, many hours with her. And she said, I, I hate all men. Uh-huh. I hate men. There are no good men in the world. Mm-hmm. And I said, seriously? I mean, not, you know, Santa Claus, yeah. Jesus, Paul Newman. There's got to be somebody. <laughs> I said, you've got to be willing to accept that there might be some men. You could be wrong here. And she literally said, I would rather die yeah. than admit that there are any men that are worthwhile in the world. I mean, that's that's a very limiting and actually it, it is a thought form that can make you ill. And she was not willing to change. And I said, well, there's six places in your liver that this is causing disturbance. And she said, well, I have six tumors in my liver. Yeah. Wow. So. In some ways, when we have these thoughts that are not true, they're not loving, they're fundamentally go against what our natural flow of a person is to be loving. And we have a thought form that is completely against that. It literally turns black. It sucks the energy out of the chakras and it makes us ill. Love is healing. All love is healing. You may not intend to heal them, but if you love them, that is also healing for them. How is love healing and what does the heart chakra have to do with it? Well, the heart chakra is the center of the energy that love and light. That's where we hold the light in the heart chakra. And the heart chakra is generally a really healthy heart chakra is usually it's like emerald green or forced green, which are the color of love or when it's stronger, it'll be green and gold or just gold or gold and silver. Mm-hmm. And when you're feeling love for somebody, those colors, those rays of color 
are literally coming out from your heart and going to that person. And when that someone receives that light, when they receive this emerald light and this gold light, that will dispel anything that is darker than that. It literally raises you up to a higher vibration. That's why sometimes when you're with someone that really loves you, you feel joyful and you feel exalted and you feel soothed in certain ways because Mm -hmm. you're literally being bathed in a light in addition to flowers and buying you dinner and all, but they're literally bathing you in a light that is healthy and invigorating and healing. Mm -hmm. And if somebody loves you, is loving you, it always goes to you and you can always feel it. Love is easy to feel. If someone says they love you and you never feel it, they probably don't love you. And if someone says they don't love you and every time you're around them, you feel all warm and fuzzy in your heart, they probably do love you. Yeah. (laughs) So you should trust your feeling because it's easy to feel when somebody loves you. Yeah. Regardless of what they're saying out of their mouth, you can feel when somebody loves you. It's It's a strong and it's a, it's a very lovely and strong feeling that is very hard to miss. And it always goes to the person it's aimed at. It's not by mistake. Any thought form that we have, love, hate, joy, whatever, if you're thinking about a person and you're sending that thought form, it is like a heat-seeking missile. It will always hit its target. Mm -hmm. So if you're loving someone, that love is going to go to them. And smack, hit them right in the heart. And they're going to feel it. And by sending out those loving energies towards that person, does that also send them healing energy? Absolutely, it does. Because all light has a certain value. And some of the highest quality light is the color of love. And all illness is dark in color. So anytime you raise someone's vibration up, then it, it dispels anything that is darker or weaker. You know, they have in India, this woman, I, I'm sorry, I can't remember her name, but she just hugs people. People line up, hundreds of people line up and she just hugs them because she's so loving. And some of them ha- have spontaneous healings mm. just from one of her hugs. Yeah, I'm a big fan of the 30-second hug. And the idea there is that you hug your friend for 30 seconds and the the contact with the other person, like, releases, like, chemicals in the brain that make you feel better. Like, they've done studies to show that that is, you know, scientifically proven. I, th- I talk about in one of the podcasts, this little girl who was very, very sick. And she had the, probably one of the scariest, worst looking entities I've ever seen, literally wrapped around her head and covering half her face, had spikes in the side of her head and spikes in her throat. 
and had been throwing up every day for years and had migraine headaches every day for years. She was only about six or seven years old. She'd mm -hmm. been sick for years. And in the process of working with this family, I came across her grandmother who had this lovely golden heart. And she was so sweet. I said, you have gold in my heart. Oh, I have gold in my heart. That's so lovely. You know, <laughs> she was so sweet. And I said, well, you could help your granddaughter by aiming. Oh, I could do that. That's so lovely. You know, but I said, how often do you see her? She says, well, she stays here, you know, a couple, couple times, three times a week. And I said, I want you to aim that your heart, all that love in your heart towards your, her head. And it cured her. Yeah, it cured that little girl. So what does that mean to aim your heart energy towards someone? Is that like, do you have to feel it in your heart when you're doing something like that? Or how, how would we go about doing that? Well, I mean, everyone could practice this. I mean, like right now, if you breathe, breathe and think of your heart energy. Think of the gold light or the beautiful green light in your heart. Just assume that it's there. Okay. Assume there's loving, beautiful light in your heart because everybody has love in their heart, regardless of what color it is, but it's probably green or, or gold and, and breathe and think of it going down your arms and into your hands mm -hmm. as you breathe like a river of light. And you should feel in a very few minutes, you'll feel your hands kind of heat up and you'll feel this tingling energy. And from there, you could hold out your hand and you could literally aim it at someone. If you're in the room with somebody, aim it at that person and they'll feel the charge of the energy of that light. And what, they're, what you're feeling in your hands is the light. You're feeling the gold light in your hands which is the color of love and the energy of that love. And it's sometimes a little bit easier to do it that way and use your hand as kind of a, like a wand mm -hmm. than just to try to somehow see it come out of your heart. And then you can think of someone across the room or across the nation and just hold out your hand and say, that is going to my aunt Jean. Mm -hmm. in, in New York City. Now, what I do is I have a little outline of somebody and I do that. I breathe and I breathe the gold that I have in my heart into my hands. And then I put it right on, on the little drawing I have that I say is them. And I do this almost every day and I'll be talking to somebody and they'll say, I can feel that. Mm -hmm. I even had one person this week say, I said, well, can you feel that? He says, it feels like you're wrapping something around me and there's light going back and forth, back and forth around me. Mm -hmm. And what I was visualizing was wrapping them in a, in a gold gauze of light to make them feel better. So he was spot on. He was spot on. <laughs> yes. <Yeah. laughs> and he was 3,000 miles away. Yeah. So, but even if someone is depressed or something and they can't feel it, they still receive it. And maybe they're super depressed and they're, there's a dark cloud all around them. Yeah. If you, could, if you could see that cloud, even after just a minute of sending light, that cloud will be lighter. 
than it was. There's never any amount of heart chakra energy that you send that doesn't make a difference. It always makes a difference. You may be one minute away from healing someone, or you may be the first minute of a hundred hours of healing that's needed to correct something that someone has going on. But whatever amount of love you send that person is going to heal them to some mm -hmm. degree. And then I imagine some of it would be up to them as well. Well, they're going to receive it regardless, but if they're determined to be in the dark, they'll just keep generating dark light. Gotcha. But people that do that, you got to, it helps to remember, you don't have to remember, but it helps to remember that they're doing that behavior because they're very badly wounded. Uh -huh. There are very few people. It's a very, very small percentage of people that actually just wake up and are just evil. And I'm going to just be a terrible, bad, evil person because that's my heart's desire. I don't believe that exists very much. It does exist, but that's a very small percentage of people. More likely, there are people that are just badly hurt. Yeah. And here's the thing about that. I've done so many readings, almost almost everyone, more than half, more than 75% of the people that I do readings on have suppressed energy around their heart because they're trying to guard their heart so they're not, so they don't get hurt again. Right. Yeah. So if you're have a guarded heart and suppressing your energy, does that make you send out less loving energy for healing? Yes, to some degree, yes, because you're suppressing the function of the chakra. So if you think of it like a percentage thing, instead of 100% of your chakra energy going out, maybe 60% uh, or 80% is going out. Yeah, so in that way, it makes it you would be a better healer the clearer the chakra is. Absolutely. So what does guarding your heart help you do? Well, it doesn't actually guard you or protect you. It attracts to you the same kind of energy that you're trying to get rid of. Trying to suppress the loving, open-heartedness that is normally you only attracts you someone that is more closed and less loving. So that is really interesting because the idea is to guard your, guard yourself so that you don't get hurt and so that you're more protected. And what you're doing is like the opposite of attracting the same. So it's kind of counterintuitive. Well, I don't know if it's counterintuitive. I mean, perhaps, yes, perhaps, yes, that you might look at it that way. I think people misinterpret what they're doing and why they're doing it. They think that they're, if, if I don't, if I'm not loving and I'm not out there so much, then I won't get hurt. Uh -huh. But if you're, 
if you're exuding a tremendous amount of gold light from your heart, you will literally repel anybody that's kind of dark. They'll just not be too interested. Mm -hmm. Light repels darkness. So if you're just a shining gold loving heart, they're like, whoa, that's too intense for me. I'll, I think I'm going to go over there and drink beer with that other person. Mm -hmm. But if you're kind of closed down and you kind of dampened all the light in your heart, then that person, they're going to say, well, that might be a match for me. We're both a little on the dark side. Yeah, that makes sense. So you're, you're actually kind of, you're sort of making your own mistake or mess there by trying to suppress your heart energy. Right. I had this yoga teacher, this French yoga teacher. He was just a hoot. I mean, the guy was funny and, and all, and he was so loving. It was, it was, it was almost laughable. I mean, people kind of made fun of him, but the thing is you couldn't help but love him because he was just so out there and so gregarious and, um, and people go, he's kind of crazy, but at the same time, everyone was always smiling, uh, you know, when they're around him and everybody's saying, yeah, you just got to love him, don't you? Because he's just so lovable. Yeah. And then when I'm thinking about him now, you know, I can't help but smile. The more loving you are, the more people love you and the more you're going to attract love to you. The more closed down you are, the more you're going to attract closed down, less loving people to you. So how do we start to open up from when we are protected and how can we start generating some of our, our self-love to clear up things that we're holding on to? Well, one thing that is helpful to know and to start to recognize is that love is an action word. Love isn't conceptual. Uh -huh. Love is action, loving action, the action of projecting love to somebody, but also in life, it's loving actions. So if you want to be loved and you want to be more loving, then it helps if you start to behave in a more loving fashion, both with yourself and with other people. People that say, I love you, Oh, but I don't have time for you today. That isn't love. Mm -hmm. They should ban the uh, ban the ability to just say "I love you" and and walk away. I mean, and just look at what people do and how loving their feeling is around them, because love is loving acts, either by the expression of exuding love from your heart, which takes an energetic uh, response. You have to do something. You have to, you have to put it out there so it can be received. It's not just reiterating a line. And if you can start to love yourself, you can think of how you would like to be treated. And in the absence of a partner, be that kind to yourself. Mm -hmm. And the more you start to love yourself, then the more you're going to feel loving and then you're going to express that love to, I don't know, your neighbor, your teacher at school, your boss, whoever. Just because you're generating more 
love in your heart, like at home? Yes. And because you also choose to, I'm going to start acting more loving. I'm going to love is an action word. I'm going to start being more loving in a way. It's that old love your enemies because the more you love somebody, the more they're going to love you back. Even if you really can't stand the person, if you, you can pick someone that you really don't like that much and just start to, you don't even have to talk to them. Just start to send them love every day. And you'll notice that not only do you like them more, but they're going to begin to like you Mm -hmm. because again, people can feel if you love them by the same token, they can feel if you don't like them. And if you're generating that you're generating dark light or suppressed light or whatever the quality of that is, which probably isn't if you're spending time putting out that kind of energy, isn't a very positive thing. Yeah. So writing all of those, uh, self affirmations on your mirror every day in the morning and things like you know you are beautiful worthy and and love or just like staring at the mirror like really can go a long ways it can sure you could say i oh boy hi i love you <laughs> <laughs> a little narcissistic but it's a good start at least you know you know raise up your vibration for and then take it take it out there you know and spread it around a bit <laughs> yeah yeah or even just like i've heard a couple of my friends just say that they started writing daily affirmations in their journal and they just felt more grateful and loving like every time they write down something positive about the day or the week or whatever well if you're put you're putting out a thought form it's a thought form thought forms kind of go out to the universe bounce off come back you know Uh loving thoughts go out permeate the neighborhood whoever and and attracts back to you whoever's closest to your vibration Uh uh-huh so if you want the perfect loving partner then you need to be the perfect loving partner even if you're all alone so you can be sitting in your own little hovel and just start being a loving person and express that as much as you can. And even if you don't leave the house, you can still, like we're talking about, generate love and send it to people. Mm-hmm. Um, I've done a meditation where I like do, I'm going to surround this house with love. Then I'm going to surround my neighbor's houses with love. Then I'm going to surround the town with love, you know, then the city with love, then the state with love, then the country with love like that. And just try to think of a surrounding bubble of love expanding. It sounds like a really beautiful exercise. Yeah, it's, it's, it is. And it's good for you. It's good for the neighborhood. It's good for um, your heart. I can't imagine anytime you're thinking that positive, it would be a bad thing. No, it never is. Anytime you're generating, I have found anytime on the astral, when anything is dark, you generate light from the heart and it gets better. Yeah. Anytime I've ever been working in a household where there were demons or dark energy or people hating each other, you generate light. And it gets better. Um, really, it, it's very simplistic, but really, all you need is love. 
Mm-hmm. All you love need from is the heart. Love. <laughs> and lots and lots of it. Yeah. So does that work if you're like in an argument with someone where you change your mindset from the argument to thinking of sending them love and light? Do you think that would start to end the argument? Well, you might try that. It's let's say you're you're sitting there and you're arguing. You're probably in the past. You're arguing about something that didn't go the way one or the other of you anticipated it should have gone. Uh huh. So you're in the past, and one or the other you had an unfulfilled expectation, and in the middle of that, you just stop and you, in your mind, just start sending that person love and light. Love and light, love and light. I'm just going to see that person surrounded by beautiful gold light, pink light, blue light, whatever. You pick your color. But, I mean, just basically just start to see them in light and think about sending them love and having them realize that they're loved and and relax and know that I love them. Mm -hmm. And see how long they'll keep arguing. It, It won't be long. It sounds like a fun experiment. (laughs) Yeah, it would be fun. (laughs) Yeah. Mostly that's what people want. They just want to know that they're loved. They want to feel loved. They want to be loved. Yeah. They want to be acknowledged that you, you, they want to know that you acknowledge them. And the way they know that you acknowledge them is if they feel something coming from you. A lot of times people will say, I just don't feel anything around that person. Right. Well, that person says, says that person says they love me, but I don't feel anything. Well, probably because there is nothing coming that from them. Yes, There's no again of trusting your heart. And if it doesn't feel right, then listen to that. Right. There's no hidden love. There's no there's no way to hide the emotion of love. It's it's a very tangible feeling it's the most obvious easy thing to feel it never involves manipulation or control Uh so if something if you're in a relationship or some situation and someone's saying i love you but but then they're trying to control and manipulate you then that isn't love either that's just more manipulation and control that's just more manipulation control. And you and and what you'll feel, they'll say, I love you. And then they manipulate you and you feel angry because you've been lied to. And that's why you're angry. Because mm-hmm. you have this anticipation and this expectation that you're going to be loved and you're not being loved. And so you have this unfulfilled expectation because they said they loved you and they not they're not loving you. Because that's not love. And a lot of times that's what people are arguing about in a relationship. Mm -hmm. Is they are not getting love. And it is not that hard. Now, a lot of people don't understand that, you know, sometimes a relationship isn't maybe the best thing to base a relationship on isn't love. It's easy to love people. I mean, I love everybody. And I write on all my letters and things love from me and I mean it I do love people but if you want to live in New York and they want to live in Canada then that is probably something to consider in a relationship 
Uh-huh. So sometimes love isn't the best basis for building a relationship. If you're going to have something long-term in a way, a relationship can be a contract and it isn't necessarily just about love, but in terms of just loving somebody, that's not a hard thing to do. Mm-hmm. It's, it's relatively easy to do. And it's, a, and it's a healthy thing to do when people are loving in their heart, in their heart energy, they have lower blood pressure, they're healthier, they're calmer, they don't have anxiety. When I was in uh, nursing school, I, they hooked me up to a monitor and I dropped my blood pressure 10 points just by sitting there thinking loving thoughts. Yeah. And then the teacher said, ah, you've been meditating for a lot of years. That only happens with people that meditate. (laughs) And he was right. That's true. But, but also has to do with being able to generate love from your heart. Kind of bringing it back to the idea that generating heart energy is healing. Mm -hmm. Like, is there other ways of healing well people format healing in lots of ways but fundamentally all healing involves heart energy okay um if you go to have a massage a a swedish massage you have hopefully you'll have a very good technician that knows how to work all through your muscles but the whole time when they're working if they're really good they're also generating a lot of heart energy, which you feel in terms of the heat and the warmth in their hands. And that's kind of what makes them a cut above other massage therapists. If you go to a Reiki person, you're having this energy come. And again, I would say that's heart energy. Mm-hmm. They may so have another- someone that just like really loves what they do and loves their job is going to end up being like more healing than someone that might just be going through the motions? Well, absolutely. For example, let's take the food industry. Yeah. If you go to somebody who loves to cook and loves everything they do in the kitchen and is a loving person and you eat their food and then go eat some food with somebody that hates to cook. Yeah. Even if they cook the same thing, there is a world of difference. I've always felt that the more love you put into the cooking, the better the food tastes, for sure. I think cooking is one of the ultimate ways to heal your family and to uh, express your love. I love to cook. I just love to cook. And while I'm cooking, I'm thinking of putting love into the food. Yeah. I'm thinking of stirring it in. There goes that gold light, the witch's brew. <laughs> but, uh, and everybody loves my cooking. Yeah. I, I can't remember ever getting a complaint about my cooking. <laughs> <laughs> but I love to cook. I really, really do. And I think, it's, I think it's a great way to start is to teach your children to cook and get everybody in the family cooking and cooking for each other as an expression of love. Mm -hmm. what could be more healing than that and i'll and a lot of times i tell people in their chakra reading 
they have so much light. They have so much gold light. I've seen people sometimes that have gold light in four or five chakras. And I tell them, you know, no matter what you do, there's going to be healing energy in it. You could just make someone a sandwich and hand it to them and they're going to probably heal. Yeah. <laughs> because you just, you know, you're just exuding light all over the place. Um, and, and that is healing. And, and the conduit from which that comes is through the heart in our ultimate healing podcast about soul retrieval. I keep telling people it's heart energy. It must be done from the heart. You have to feel it and do it through your heart. It's not in the mind. Uh huh. When I was in Brazil and um, studying mediumship with Bashinia, I remember her walking up to me and saying, nope, you know, not in your head. Get out of your head. It's all in the heart. I think it's really easy for us to overthink things and and stuff a lot. That that's a good reminder is to get out of our head more. My first day in Brazil, I, I know I've talked about this before, but it's still, you know, it always sticks in my mind. She took us out to the moonlight and she said, put your hand on your heart and repeat after me. I've been muto stupido. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> From now on, I'm going to be good to my heart. I'm going to love my heart. <laughs> yeah. Love myself. Take care of yourself first. And it generates into others when you start with you. Well, yeah. If you see somebody just happy and dancing and singing or something, and uh, how can you not smile? And, and then you feel loving. If you listen to somebody that's singing a beautiful song and their song is loving, you get tears in your eyes and your and your heart opens. Mm -hmm. And you can actually, sometimes you can actually see a wave of energy go from that singer to a person in the audience and back and forth because they're, they get in resonance with each other, their heart energy. And there actually is kind of healing going between them while the while the singer is singing mm -hmm. now if you think about if you were just going through your day and what if that you were doing that with everybody you know the baker and your massage therapist and you know the dolphins you were scuba diving with and everything you were just doing that kind of energy with all day long mm -hmm. then your whole life just becomes a dance of love more and more and then you're happy you're happier mm -hmm. just because love generates more happiness love generates joy and more love and attracts more love mm -hmm. and love is in the now love is in the present and joy is in the now and that's where creation and enlightenment are is in the now you can't love someone in the past what do you mean by that? <laughs> well, I mean, you can, you can be, when you're angry, you're often in the past. You're like in your mind in the past. But right. You can't love, you can't love someone in the past. Right. You can't, you can't go back and I'm going to go, I'm going to go love somebody in the past. You Love is always in the present. Okay. Yeah. So as, as soon as you, as soon as you reorient yourself to love, to heart energy, 
you're in the present and you always feel better when you're in the present. That means you're it, usually you're in your body. You know where you are. I mean, sometimes people don't even know where they are. Sometimes they don't know they even have a body. Um, but as soon as you start to generate love, you, you know, you know, you have a body, you know where you are, you're in the present. Uh, you have spontaneous joy. Yeah. There's no downside to it. You won't get hurt generating love. Now, I have talked about this before, and people that are very, very, have very high energy and a lot of power, they will have people come up to them and tell them they love them because they want their power. Uh -huh. But if you pay attention, you're not going to feel much love from them. What you're going to feel is that you're being hustled. They're saying, you know, we're going to make great partners and we are soulmates, blah, blah, blah. And, you know, we should be doing this and we should be doing that. And, you know, and basically, you know, it's a it's a business proposal. Because they want your power. And when they can't have your power and you can't give it to them, no matter what, even if you do love them, you cannot give them your power then things get ugly because they that's why they're there they're not there because they love you they don't even know you and they have taken no time to get to know you and the problem is a lot of times very very spiritual people they're just very loving so they just hear oh they love me well i love them because it's so easy for you to love anybody right and next thing you know, you're married to this really mean person and you're like, whoa, what happened here? So you have to be a little bit discerning and pay attention to what you feel, not those words, the scripts. Right. And that's even different from paying attention to maybe like the actions in the words, but really just trusting the feelings. Trust what you feel. If you're not feeling love, there is no love. Mm -hmm. No matter how eloquent someone can be speaking, if you're not feeling any love, it's not there. Mm -hmm. It cannot be faked. And sometimes that's why you have a healer that is not very successful is because they just don't have very much love. They've got a lot of technical stuff maybe they've gotten a lot of certificates or whatever but they're not generating very much love and so their their healing ability isn't very strong mm -hmm. the one thing you really really need they to be a good healer they are lacking I think my mind just keeps kind of spinning back to those of us that have been hurt and are doing something to protect ourselves to not go through the same thing. But we should rephrase that. You're doing something because you think it might protect you. Yeah. That will attract the same thing again. Right, right. Which... Yeah, it's so, like the very thing that you're trying to 
prevent and you're in that mindset it sounds like you're saying it really like causes it to happen again which it definitely makes me (laughs) need to rethink (laughs) my own thinking on a lot of things (laughs) exactly that's what the chakras do they amplify what you're thinking and bring more of it back to you right so if you want true love you've got to be putting out true love 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 and if you want guarded suppressed energy then you put out guarded suppressed energy and that's what you're going to get back yeah so the thing is you have to be brave you have to just be brave and say okay I'm going to go for it and I'm just going to be loving and I'm just going to wake up go to town try to send love to everybody I see and see how I feel at the end of the day. And maybe at the end of the day, I won't even care if I meet the right person. And then probably the right person will come knocking at your door. Right. And Which, what have you got to lose? Yeah, I think it goes back into that hurt. Like if you're in your, you know, 30s or or older, like by then, usually someone's gone through some major heartbreak. And like the idea of having to go through that again, feels like it's too much to love another person again. Well, start small then, you know, yeah. go to the park and send love to all the little kids. You know, work up to it. Work yeah. work on old people and little children. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, or your friend circle or family, I guess. I guess, yeah. I mean, just... Yeah. Anything is better. Any amount of love you're putting out is better than sitting home with your depressed heart chakra trying to defend yourself that way and wondering why you can't find the right partner. Mm -hmm. And like I said, probably 75% of the people I do readings for are exactly doing that. Yeah. I could pre-print it. (laughs) (laughs) And just, just insert it in everybody's heart, heart chakra reading. And I wouldn't miss many. I mean, they're just the amount of times I see a clear heart chakra is so, so rare yeah but I think you know like I know um one of my really good friends and she's just infectious with like joy and love and always loves making people smile and she's one of you know my favorite people to be around and I just love hearing her talk about how she thinks about the world and stuff and I always leave her side feeling better well there you go But it's interesting, you know, like she's obviously done a lot of a lot of inner work to get that way. But I think sometimes it seems like unattainable to be that happy for some of us. Well, it might seem that way because you're staying in a certain energy and in a certain light. And from that position, it does seem that unattainable. But here's the thing. Gold light and the light from your heart sparkles, literally sparkles. Like when I was talking about selling the farm and there was this guy with his fistful of money and his talk. And then across the room, there was this guy 
with golden light sparkling and i'm like i want him I want to do business with that guy. That guy is sparkly. He was sparkling with love. Yeah. And and if you go, if you start generating every day, just generate as much love as you can, whatever tiny amount you can get out and just try to double it the next day and double it the next day, you go out to a party or something and you're going to be sparkling. It won't matter what you're wearing. Yeah. You are going to be literally radiant radiant with love and you're going to make people feel better and you're going to be healing their energy with your energy and you're going to attract what you want to attract yeah what can be worse than that no i think it sounds amazing and it makes me feel inspired and it makes me want to write those affirmations on my mirror and start journaling and practicing more gratitude keep reminding myself to start at home and generate outwards right if you if you can't think of you know if you're too afraid to love anybody love your angel and they'll love you back (laughs) that's a good start (laughs) (laughs) they're easy (laughs) yeah that would be an easy one (laughs) (laughs) that's an easy response you send love and light to your angels you instantly get a response (laughs) Well, and you, you know, you love your pets and they love you right back too. You know, it's just like, you've got to think of that. Think of the way it actually does work. And it's the same. It is really the same everywhere. And there might be someone that's just perfect for you that they are, have like a little suppressed energy in their heart chakra. I'd be almost willing to bet. But <laughs> if you go out there. And, and you're just being a little loving to them and a little more every day, just giving them a big smile and sending them some radiant golden heart energy. They're going to get it and they're, they're going to start to light up too. And they're going to notice it coming from you. And pretty soon you're going to have a pretty happy relationship. Yeah. Or at least maybe you'll heal the guy's asthma and that'll be good too. <laughs> <laughs> it all works (laughs) but we want everybody to know out there that we love you we really do yeah and we're we're glad that you're listening to our podcast i'm working up to loving everyone (laughs) (laughs) yeah i love having these conversations with you mom because I think these ones about the love and the healing and the possibilities in the universe are the most inspiring for me to talk about with you because again seems like like anything is possible when you start like having that mindset and I love thinking that anything is possible it is possible if you're alive, it's possible. Yeah. It's harder when you're dead. It's harder when you're <laughs> dead. <laughs> Do it while you're still alive. <laughs> yes. Well, on that note. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 
we we better wrap this up before we, we take a turn here and uh we'll uh have another episode for you guys next week until then we send you love and light